Welcome to Eyes of Indigo with your infinitely curious hosts, Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Today's program, Trigger, A Wild and Angry Ride. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So tonight's topic is trigger. And that's more a trigger, a wild and angry ride. <laughs> <laughs> and it was more than Roy Rogers. Always. And maybe maybe that's dating ourselves a little bit. <laughs> if you know who trigger is. But <laughs> right. But, um. We see it everywhere. People get triggered. We see um, uh, things on on posts and in the media, and it can be, you know, in person or whatever, but the whys and wherefores and all that. So I've been chatting for a minute, Margo. What do you, what do you want to add to what I'm saying? Um, trigger, triggers in general are very, very central to... Uh, almost every type of relationships or relationship that people are experiencing now from family or friends or in work and social media, especially, and a lot of relative uh, stuff to that, but triggers are showing up everywhere, even more so than what you normally would find in mainstream media or sorry, in, in mainstream society. And uh, I think you did a great job, and I appreciate you getting this tech stuff all smoothed out for us. That's really awesome. <laughs> really, really appreciate that. And um, this all this will be a lot of fun. And I think triggers are an excellent um, starting point because I really think that's something we can all relate to. Uh, we all have triggers, and so maybe we would. So that we have um, common ground, common knowledge, you want to start with uh, defining or, you know, basically outlining what 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 constitutes a trigger. Yeah. What, well, what do we mean by that? Um, basically, <clears throat> um, like you said, everyone has them, but if um, and they're usually some sort of emotional, or it can be even a physical or verbal response to something where um and it's it a lot of times it's you you see something that you didn't predict that you weren't expecting it was some sort of unexpected something that you have a reaction to and like and it can be verbal it can be written down uh people put up memes um just to you know Oh, look what that person said, and phew, that off they go when they post uh, something that you know, and then that ends up triggering that person, and yeah. and, and yeah. It, it evokes this response that generally comes from either a, a prior experience that maybe you had and you don't even connect it mm-hmm. with what you're seeing consciously, consciously, right? Consciously, yeah. Um, and then sometimes you, it, or it can be, and which is another thing that kind of goes along with it, um, a term that more, more and more people are seeing is cognitive dissonance. Yes. 
And so I'm going to let you hearing that much more. <laughs> yeah. 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 And if we yeah. understand what we're dealing with when we get angry like that, it's a little bit easier to deal with it. And the calmer mm -hmm. we are, the we can actually mm -hmm. communicate with people yeah, rather than... And get a brain wrap on it, so to speak. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. so I'll let you address the cognitive dissonance thing because I, I think it's fascinating. Um, well, actually, uh, it follows almost exactly where you were with what is trigger. And in layman's terms, you can recognize cognitive dissonance in yourself when you realize you are rationalizing a belief system or a behavior that you're not exactly um, comfortable with. And that's just one example. Uh, you know, it can, you can rationalize anything, not just stuff that you're not comfortable with, but a typical example would be um, doing, making a choice that's, uh, that doesn't fall th within your normal ethics. Um, a good example I found was, um, let's say you're walking your dog and you normally have the little plastic baggies to pick up after the dog. And today you ran out of baggies and you're late for work and you walk the dog and the dog leaves a few gifts and the neighbors, you know, along the, along the road, along the sidewalks. And you rationalize in your mind, well, I'll, you know, it's just once um, I'll have bags next time. Uh, everybody does it. Everybody, you know, misses a few times. It'll be okay. And in day-to-day -day terms, we call that rationalizing. In psychological terms, we call that, um, you could call that uh, social dissonance. And what it is, is the reality of the situation does not jibe with your belief system. So you start coming up with rationalizations to force them to fit together. Um, as you can see, the media the, the mainstream media and social media clicks that conflict for us constantly because people are trying to tell each other information that this, you know, the speaker is trying to, or the writer or the meme writer or whatever is trying to say information that the listener uh, may not have context for, may not have the background for, um, or just doesn't have an agreeing opinion on. And, or has contrary facts to their own to their own you know to their own knowing so you end up rationalizing what that new in, that new information is uh, bringing to you to the point that sometimes you'll even shut it down and dismiss it entirely uh, which has pros and cons and uh, in, in terms of messing with your mental health that's a good way to maintain your mental health because no, nothing, nobody is going to knock you off your train of thought. <laughs> and that's one way to manage it. However, the downside is that you are forcing yourself to stay within your box, within your comfort zone. And while that lends a level of mental, emotional safety, it also um, doesn't allow you to grow. And you're not getting experiences outside of what you standardly already know. And you're refusing to admit 
the inform ad, admit to your in into your mind or your awareness that the universe is constantly growing and, and changing and being ever bigger and more amazing than maybe we ever thought before. Always, always there's more to know than what we are what we already cogn cognitively know. There's yeah, we all know that. There's all you you discover new things that are benign every day. Well, there are new things that are not so benign happening every day too. <laughs> and that's just the nature of, of life on earth. And yeah, and, and some of that's kind of creepy and some of it's really cool. And you know, you got the whole spectrum, which is again a reflection of life on earth. It's a little bit of everything. So baby steps, you know, when you run into information that that you know makes you jump back a little bit or completely jump back. <laughs> and or people, not just information, but people. There, yeah. you know, and I've been guilty of it myself, you know. I've seen people that I would go, if they would just listen, why can't they think or why do they keep saying the same things over and over again? And maybe I wasn't as receptive to opening up and changing yeah. either. And so I've learned a lot about if I see somebody that doesn't agree with me, I'm one, I'm going to find out why they think the way they think. And is there something there that I need to learn? And if they're just regurgitating what they're seeing in social media or what they've grown up to believe and they're not ready to accept new information, then I just kind of go, okay, that's where they are right now and I don't need to get in a fight with them. And, right. and if you need in mind getting frustrated because if they're not going to change, why do I want what, what good does it do me to get mad? Doesn't mean right. I don't sometimes get mad at things I see. I mean, you know, you, you depends do. on what it means to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It depends on what it but means to you. I'm more in control. I'm not as quick to, you know, try to poke at some, you know, poke the bear, so to speak. <laughs> that, yeah, that comes, that wisdom comes with age. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I know too, kind of on this, I wanted to throw in, um, I was telling you a little bit, but I took a, uh, interpersonal relationships series of courses. And, um, it was when I was working with the state and having to deal with people and we had to take this coursework to, to learn about working yeah. with people. And there were some interesting things that really changed my life during that and and how I deal with people and, and that sort of thing. Um, but one of the things, one of the discussions that we had in class one time was the guy teaching it was telling us, you know, nobody makes you feel any particular way. And I had a real hard time because, you know, we, we yeah. everybody's guilty of saying, oh, he makes me so mad or, yeah. oh, I one of the things you do, it just makes me love you so much. No, mm -hmm. nobody makes you right. feel that That's not way. Right. <laughs> and, right. And this woman was talking about how her husband made her so mad 
and how he wouldn't help her, you know, like by taking out the garbage. And the teacher said, well, first of all, you're choosing to be angry. And if that's, you know, if you're angry and you want to behave the way you're behaving, that's your choice. Right. And she goes, no, it's his fault. It's all his fault. <laughs> and the more she talked about it, the more I started understanding. And, and the teacher was like, if you want him to take out the garbage, you need to leave it alone and let him take it out. So, but it'll overflow and it'll make a mess. And and he'll discover that and he'll learn for himself that mm -hmm. he is. But it, but the moment that you jump in and do it for him, it's out of his mind and he doesn't care because you did it. And he's going, well, okay. It's a non-issue at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when you look at the fact that people have different perspectives when they do things and when they behave, you can choose to be reactionary or proactive. And I've, I've really spent a lot of time. And I was even talking to my granddaughter today about that because she's going through the same kinds of things with her mom that her mom went through with me. <laughs> and I was talking about being reactive versus proactive. And she's like, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Planning seeds, People you know? don't always realize they have a choice. Yeah. They don't always cognizantly realize that they have a choice. And that's, and I'm, yeah, I'm glad you brought it up. It's fantastic. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and you, can, you can't take a crowbar and make somebody change. And I mean crowbar like in prying there. <laughs> but, but, you know, you can't, you can't pry someone into a square peg into a round hole or, or whatever the case may be. You can't force it. Exactly. So, yeah. You know, and, and why are you going to expend the energy? getting mad you know there's times where i'm driving to work and i get angry because somebody's in front of me and they're driving too slow and i'm right. like so often it's like you know i'm i'm running late and you need to, need to get out of my way <laughs> another day i'm enjoying the ride and it's like good i'm not speeding it's not them it's it, it's not the person driving it's me yeah. right and my mood today and that's where when we're on social media or when we're talking to people or um, when we're reacting to something that we've seen or heard, you know, whose, whose emotions are really affected and who's healthy because that happened. You know, right. and do you expend that energy towards that when you could expend the energy towards something else? I'm looking to something see something else there for you. Yeah, Yay. we got to say hi to Angie and hi to Dale and Jeannie Stacy as well. Yes. Hi guys. Yeah. We, had, we had technical difficulties and, and our links kind of bounced around. So uh, we're glad you found us. And if you've got questions, post them. And if you like this, let us the topic, know. Yeah. yeah, and the topic is about triggering and being triggered and social dis, uh, social this no no cognitive cognitive dissonance and um all these uh related things so you know what iris you have a really good intro paragraph that you wrote based yes. on the word trigger <laughs> would you would you regale us regale us with that please <laughs> okay 
excess trigger, a wild and angry ride. Roy Rogers' horse was, un was tamed, but now that everyone gets triggered, there's a whole rodeo built on angry impulses. We're taking back the corral and shoveling out the manure. What spurs you on and chaps you? How do you handle it? Who is provoked and who is provoking? There's plenty of pasture to explore and we'll wrangle a few steer. Oh, and watch out for the cow pies. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving good, on through. Good advice. Good advice. Absolutely. But, absolutely. Yeah. And so um, when we... You know, and, and, and I think one of the things that that says that maybe we might want to address is, you know, who and why are, are we being provoked? It goes from anything from your next door neighbor to mainstream media. Yeah. And um, we love you too, Lisa Diane. <laughs> Anytime you guys have questions, just start typing them in the chat and let it start there and we will catch it. And that's part of the show is for you to uh, ask questions, whichever side the chat is on for you. <laughs> she can't tap in tonight, but uh, she has to work, but she'll be here later and wants to listen to share. Thank you. Please do. Um, Absolutely, and sweetie. Thank you. Yeah, Namaste. And on our, our recordings too and if anybody has yeah. comments too yeah. um we'll see we'll 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 follow up there as well um but we do want this to be something that people can engage in uh and yeah. um and of course this is our first we're just getting started mm -hmm. so um maybe steps. But I was, <laughs> yes <laughs> but i was thinking about how um there's a lot going on where you see the same things being said in the media. And I mentioned it earlier where uh, um, people are regurgitating what they hear on the news and not delving deeper. Yeah. And, and if you see the same exact phrasing repeated again and again and again, you have to wonder who's really kicking that off. Um, Lee, Tyser Olson, uh, being triggered by a family member is especially challenging. I'm working on it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sign language for yes. And for anybody that doesn't know that, um, Oh God. Yeah. Okay. So let's just jump in with both feet. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And go to the top. One of one of the one of the two or three tough ones. That's, Lee, you're right on board. That's um extremely relevant to everybody. Um oh, and more there's more comments down below that. Okay. So a little bit of uh a little bit back towards what uh, Iris was talking about. Hmm. When you're dealing with being triggered with family and or, you know, super close people, proactive choices versus reactive choices is going to be the foundation of a healthy response or not. But also another part of uh, 
building a healthy response and therefore a healthy relationship is to recognize two other things. The other person, you know, will have cognitive dissonance and maybe your own cognitive dissonance is being triggered as well. And just awareness of that in the first place um, can create space from uh, from an otherwise a locked up, you know, headbutting, no, you know, nobody, you know, nobody can move situation that creates a little bit of space so that you can um, start coming to a middle ground or in the very least agree to disagree, which is also a healthy resolution during this time of the great unknowing. <laughs> there is a whole bunch uh, going on right now that we don't know 100% the actual outcome. We can't predict uh, logical outcomes for the next uh, couple couple few months and, and beyond that for a lot of reasons, political reasons, uh, spiritual reasons, sociological reasons, health reasons, and so on, and so on, and so on. There's, you know, economic reasons, all kinds of reasons. So when your family, uh, something I've found very useful, though, is when our family is triggering us, it helps, and Iris, you know, your take on this as well, um, it helps that I've noticed to keep in mind that people will go, that are closest to you, will absolutely go off on you in ways that they would never do to other people because they trust you to love them anyway, even with their weird little cognitive dissonances and rationalizations and triggers anyway. So we're actually more prone to experience triggers and dissonance with um my family members than we are uh, anybody else. How it, and that's, by the way, that's why it completely freaks us out when a total stranger goes off on us because we're not used to that. We're, we're used to safe space and somebody going off in a safe space. But sometimes a stranger can totally go off on you, uh, especially in places like, oh, I don't know, say, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cognitive, a lot of dissonance going on in, in, in tight places like that. But I mean that just as an example. There's, you know, obviously, you know, this kind of dissonance can happen anywhere. Um, yeah, and you're, right, you're right as far as like the, you know, there's one of the best compliments I ever got in raising my kids was when somebody, when I said, my, somebody told me my kids were really so well behaved. And I thought, I'm glad they're doing it for you because they won't for me. Yeah, and she said, yeah. That means you're doing a good job because you're teaching them how to behave around others and they're willing to test their limits with you because they know you're they're gonna love you. Love you're yeah. gonna love regardless, that unconditional yeah. love. So exactly. a lot of times when we're around family members and they get ticked off and they're yelling or whatever, um they're they know they're in a safe place. And the other way to look at it is if a family member if it's one of those distant family members that's just being, you know, weird Uncle Frank or whatever, then you say, oh, weird Uncle Frank. I don't have to listen to him but once a year. <laughs> Thanksgiving and we're done. <laughs> don't invest any more than you need to in it. Yeah. 
set your boundaries. Be real clear about about such yeah, yeah about how much energy you can and can't take from a close person versus a client versus a stranger and so on. Yeah, be clear about that. Ha- know that up up front before you go out in public. <laughs> how much, yeah. How much yeah. BS are you going to tolerate today? <laughs> and if it ain't much, <laughs> make it clear to yourself. And then as you go through your day, and some people might balk at that, make it clear. What do you mean, make it clear? Uh, be clear about what you can and can't tolerate in that day. Um, some people might balk at that particular piece of advice because they're concerned with being off-putting or, or you know, not con- seen as friendly or something, you know, social things, you know, niceties like that. Actually, what I found out is the more authentic you are with what you can and can't tolerate from time to time, from day to day, from person to person, the more authentic you are about where people can or can't go with you in that moment, the more they actually appreciate you and the trust level goes up because they know they can count on you to communicate your needs so that they know where they stand. Everybody wants to know where they stand with other people. We're social. It's you know, rational. Say again? It's rational, a rational communication. You know, when you What's say that? A, spell, a spell for rational. A rational. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, not about irrational. Not <laughs> a rational <laughs> response, a, a level-headed response when you take control of what you feel. And people look at that and go, oh, well, maybe this person does have something to say. Whereas if you just kind of go back, you know, and, and give something back to somebody that they gave you, you're just causing more yeah. friction. Yeah. And, and, I, I completely believe in also recognizing what you're feeling yeah. and what 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 are your feelings and what are the other person's feelings that you may be merely reflecting. Because sometimes other people affect us. That's and a social I, reflex to mirror what you're seeing. Yeah, what you're seeing around you as a as a herd instinct is another way people express that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so and so so recognizing and owning, you know, I feel that when this happens, this is how I feel. When um, you do this action, this makes me feel this way, that way, or I feel this way in response to this. Re- you know, in other words, you don't blame the other person or tell them that their feelings aren't real. Right. Validating and invalidating. Just, yeah. Yeah. The the basic dichotomy of all conversations. Yeah. Yeah. But it's amazing how that just gets lost when we're triggered. (laughs) When we're triggered. Yep. We go right into a basic, what they call what lizard brain, rat brain, our basic primitive fight or flight mechanisms. And I, I hear you describing that. Absolutely. So I'm yeah. looking in the comments and Lee was talking about she felt completely blindsided by them and then she felt like she handled it very well. And 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 Iris pretty much nailed it. Absolutely, absolutely. 
the hardest part of being triggered is that uh, blindsided effect when you didn't see it coming. And that's kind of what I was tying into. You can see that travesty in other people that makes you feel blindsided. Well, that's where being authentic about how much energy or, you know, or social exchange or whatever you can tolerate with everybody on a day to day or person to person basis, whatever is a genuine basis for you. But that's where, and the more authentic you are, this also ties back into something Iris just said. People will start emulating that behavior. As when you're authentically yourself, people, other people around you will start being more authentic uh, as a reflection of that. And in my opinion, I believe that kind of uh, authentic expression of self, obviously with some diplomacy, if you're getting really, you know, wired, but common sense on that one. But now we're talking back, tying back to what I was brought up about being uh, proactive versus reactive. You're proactively letting it known where you're at instead of reacting after, you know, coming in after the effect and being reactive. Yeah. So it ties it. I, I believe this, you know, that's, that that's all related. Yeah. It's all related. <laughs> and it puts you in, more in control that you feel and the more you recognize your own feelings, and I'm using your as a myself too, um, because we've, I know I've been in situations where I've been blindsided, or I've yeah. just reacted and just break down, and you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and, yeah. and after, yeah. I, you know, you feel so just at a loss and 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 helpless and. And, and like you've been attacked and maybe nothing yeah. happened yeah. other than the person said what they wanted to say and they marched off and then you're like, you know, crumbling up in the corner. And when you realize, hey, I, I know how I feel and I know I have a right to those feelings. Um, you know, you, you've got a divine right to feel how you want to feel and and to be who you want to be and you take ownership of that and recognize that's me and i'm not having to conform to what anybody else requires me to be and then you're going to be more proactive in and having control <clears throat> you from feeling helpless absolutely absolutely so we're Pretty much at the 10 o'clock time hack mark. Time yeah. flies when you're having fun. <laughs> yeah. Keep, us, keep them short because we don't want to be dragging on and on. It would be Absolutely. easy. Absolutely. So what's our topic next time? Do you have those Do you have those notes in front of you? I don't have those notes in front of me. That was the one thing <laughs> that I was not prepared for tonight. That's okay. We'll be posting that on our Facebook page. For this, <laughs> for that, yeah, yeah, that's not a problem. Yeah, so, I appreciate yeah. all the hard work you did to even get this running. I know it took you hours and hours today. Thank you, Namaste. Yeah. God bless <laughs> and all that happy good stuff that from the heart. You are amazing, Iris. Thank you, thank oh, you thank for you. letting I'm, this letting this happen. With us. 
And uh, thank you. And thank you for everybody that joined us. And uh, do share the videos when they get posted. And um, appreciate everybody being here. And we'll see you next week. Next week. Thank you for joining us for Eyes of Indigo with Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Music licensed under Creative Commons by Kevin McLeod. Visit our Facebook page for broadcast details at www.facebook.com slash Eyes of Indigo. Copyright 2020, Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears.